0: It's Your Health Radio, a special podcast series
1: presented by Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Here's Melanie Cole. According to the NIH and the National Cancer Institute, nearly all cases of cervical cancer are caused by the infection of oncogenic or high-risk types of human papillomavirus, or HPV, Getting a pap smear used to be an annual appointment most women needed to make. However, in recent years, many doctors believe a yearly appointment maybe isn't necessarily needed, and depending on your age, sexual health, family history, you may not have to go for a couple of years. My guest today is Dr. Maryam Ardelin. She's an obstetrician, gynecologist, and a member of the medical staff at Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Welcome to the show, Dr. Ardalan. So what do we know as of now about what causes cervical cancer?
0: Hi. uh, Thank you very much for this interview. Um, I'm very honored to um, talk about this topic. Uh, This is uh, one of the most important parts of the women's health. Uh, The reason of the cervical cancer now is found to be mostly related to HPV. We, in the past, did not have any technology in order to identify high-risk HPV, but recently, we're able to find HPV, and that um, helps to
1: identify cervical cancer in a very early stage. So typically, women have been getting their pap smears every year. But now with the advent of this new research and the discovery of HPV as one of the main causes, and we're seeing this HPV vaccine being given to our girls as young as nine years old now. What are we seeing now as the relationship? How often are we supposed to get our pap smears now? And does it depend on your age and whether or not you had the HPV vaccine?
0: So um, the answer to this question is based on the patient's past history. If the patient did not have any history of abnormal pap smear or HPV in the last uh, at least three prior paps, You may not need to do the pap smear every year. So basically, the American College of Gynecology recommend if you have negative pap smear in the last three paps and HPV is negative, you may need to
1: repeat your pap in three to five years. depends on your age. So, for women that are nervous about not getting that Pap smear, should they be asking for an HPV test when they go in for their yearly? Because they should still go in for a yearly gynecological visit. Yes.
0: Right. Yes. Yes. I we still recommend the patient um, have the annual exam because it's not only for doing the cervical cancer screening. It's just the annual exam give opportunity to the patient to. See their gynecologist and address some other issues besides the pap smear. So, in the annual visit, they can discuss about their sexuality. They can discuss about their menstrual cycle and um, basically pelvic examination. Also, um, and reviewing the past history can uh, give us an opportunity to discuss with them if they require to have pap smear and that visit or not.
1: And Dr. Ardalan, in your opinion what do you see will happen with the women that are under the age of 26 and have gotten the HPV vaccine? Is pap smear still going to be recommended for them at some point? Will they have them at all? What do you think is going to happen?
0: So basically in the women below the age of um, 24, technically, uh, because it's not, uh, there's a certain age that basically starts doing a screening, is the age of 21. And because HPV is so common, we may not test for HPV um, up until age of 24. And even after 24, up until 30, we can only do the test for high-risk HPV based on the PAP results. So technically, um, when the patient comes in for um, a checkup, um, I will review their past history. I look at their age, and uh, based on their pap history, I can give them more recommendation Whether what type of pap smear they should have, whether they need to have a HPV testing, or whether they need only to do their reflex HPV, which means if their pap smear is abnormal, then we run for HPV. And the reason is, so HPV is so common in a young age Uh, especially below the age of 24, that we don't have necessarily to test for HPV in that age group. And majority of women in this age group, if even carry HPV because of um, their young age and because they have a good immunity, the body may um, basically clear the HPV over
1: time. So what about the women in that middle age that, that are maybe above the age of 30, so they are too old to have gotten that HPV vaccine, and yet they're sexually active or up until, you know, in their 50s and 60s. What do you tell them about getting that pap smear or getting tested for HPV?
0: So women are uh, technically above age of 30. Uh, we routinely test them for high-risk HPV. And these women, because as you get older, the possibility that the h p v resolve by itself is less, so it's important for us to know if they have a HPV positive uh we basically keep an eye on them and then we repeat their pap smear based on the guidelines and based on their abnormal if there is any abnormality in their pap smear or not. So, technically, if they're above the age of 30, as I stated, if they had normal pap smear and the negative HPV in the last prior three PAPs, uh, they may not require to have pap every year or every three years, depends on their risk factors. If they are very low low risk, they can do it even in five years with the high risk HPV. Uh, So, if you, uh, as a physician, decide to run the HPV test for a woman above the age of 30, um, and uh, if their pap smear is negative for HPV and it's normal, uh, you may not need to do it even up until five years if the prior three pap's are normal and negative for HPV. But if they show any abnormality, let's say if the prior pap is normal but it only shows HPV, then we decide to repeat the pap in a year. It just depends case by case and based on the risk factors.
1: And what do you tell women that ask you about the HPV vaccine and Gardasil and, and risks involved, and does it really help prevent cervical cancer?
0: So basically, uh, as far as the Gardasil or HPV vaccine um we can offer the patients in a certain age group. So uh, technically at the age of 11 to 12, um, American College of Cancer, um, American College of in Gynecology or American Cancer Society recommends to offer the patients um, in this age group between 9 to 26. Ideally, 11 to 12 is the age that the um, girls, they can see their pediatrician and um they can be offered that vaccine through that age. But if they have not been vaccinated, they can have a catch-up vaccination after the age of uh, 11 or 12, between the age of 13 to 26. Uh, so um, basically, uh, HPV vaccine um, has a 70% uh, prevention against cervical cancer. And there is different types of vaccine. When I see the patient, I counsel them and I tell them that, um, this is protective 70%, and um, the, there's three different types. Um, the, the latest one is the HPV-9 that is protective against um, HPV type 6, 11, 16, and 18 and um, uh, five more um, HPV viruses and prevents against genital warts and uh, cervical cancer. Um, this is the newest uh, type of vaccine that is available, And that's a recommendation is to get these three vaccines. There's a series of three vaccines that they have to get it. And um, as I said, if they have not received it up until um, age of 26, it's not recommended to get it uh, because then, you know, there's a possibility that they already have been exposed to uh, HPV. Um, This is what I talk to the patient about in my encounter when I counsel them.
1: How early should a girl come in to see a gynecologist for the first time? They can do it anytime, um, starting age of
0: nine. Um, normally, up uh, age of thirteen, they can have the first visit. Um, they can also see with their, see their pediatrician, and they can receive the vaccine. If that uh, is only for immunization, but because girls they start their period. Um, between age of normally um, as early as 8 to 16. Um, some of them, they encounter some abnormality in their cycles or problems with menstruation, and that's uh, the main reason that pediatricians refer it to us uh, for consultation. Uh, they can discuss about the HPV vaccine and um, you know those sort of things with their pediatrician, um, but... Um, You know, if the pediatrician is not comfortable, they can refer it to the gynecologist.
1: If a mother or a parent brings a young girl to you to discuss the HPV vaccine, Dr. Ardalan, and the parent has a concern that by discussing this vaccine, it will somehow give the girl permission to be sexually active. What do you tell them about the studies that have looked into this question? So,
0: it is not a matter of uh, encouraging the patient to be sexually active. Um, it's just a matter of safety. As far as the HPV, um, if they receive the vaccine before they expose to HPV, so they will have the highest protection rate. Uh, so it's better just to receive the vaccine before they have exposure. And um, because as they you know, already infected with HPV, the protection against um, HPV and cervical cancer obviously is less. Uh, That's what I discuss with the parents and um, tell them that it's better just before they're sexually active and they start the sexuality, receive this vaccine.
1: So wrap it up for us, Dr. Ardelen, with your best advice about the HPV vaccine, HPV virus, pap smears, women's health in general. Give women your best advice.
0: My advice is that uh, the women see their gynecologist um, once a year, and that's the opportunity for them to have their breast examination. They bring up all the important information about their um, sexuality, about their cycles, about their cervical cancer screening about the breast examination and all the um, gynecology health questions that they have it uh, with the gynecologist. And in that visit, um, the past history will be reviewed with the patient, and um, they can discuss about all these uh, questions that they might have it. And that's a good opportunity, I think, for them to come and get checked. And um, based on their risk factors and based on their prior history, we can discuss with them whether they need or require to have a pap smear and that examination or um, how often they need to have it. And then we can discuss about some other health issues that they did not have any opportunity to bring it up to um, the gynecologist. And I always recommend them that try to set that appointment with their birth date so in that way they do not forget um, and then make sure that by next birthday they already uh, will have an appointment scheduled and be seen by uh, the gynecologist.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Ardelan, for being with us today. You're listening to It's Your Health Radio with Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. And for more information, you can go to henrymayo.com. That's henrymayo.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.